1: If you want erect
0: penises, well, one at least, yours, use bluechew.com. But it's not just about that, even though it is a lot about that. It's about that performance. It's about having that confidence. Blue Chew is made with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You know, they work, but they work on your schedule or not your schedule. Maybe you're, you're not up to task. Blue Chew takes care of that for you, my friend. Get you ready whenever the mood arises or when it doesn't. Prescribed online. ship straight to your door in a discreet package. And you don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor's office. It's because you consult with an online physician. And if approved, come straight to your door. That way you can, you know the rest. Just pay $5 shipping when you use that code Fightful. Otherwise, your first shipment is free. That's bluechew.com and the code Fightful, what's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap here. What a big weekend we have ahead. We're going to make some predictions. We got All Out 2022, Clash of the Castle. I guess we're doing Worlds Collide as well. <laughs> but we've got Ella J here. Ella, how you doing?
2: I'm fantastic to be here, Sean. And we have to do Worlds Collide per the request of the people. So I, I hope everyone watching this is happy now. You peer pressured Sean into doing Worlds Collide predictions with me as well.
0: Three shows. Like There have been some, some shows of late where I haven't even done predictions. But there's three shows and of course we've got post shows for all of them on fightful.com we even have extra ones on fightful select.com but if you're watching this video please leave a thumbs up we would greatly appreciate it we are getting right into it zero hour eddie kingston tomohiro ishii is a rematch of a phenomenal match in new japan from dc earlier this year where tomohiro ishii won i think it makes an awful lot of sense for eddie kingston to take this one ella
2: I think so, too. I mean, especially after the interesting um, past few weeks he's had being suspended yeah. and then he he's back. But there was like, I'm surprised they aren't having him do anything with Sammy. Or would that be blurring the lines of kayfabe and shoot too far? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think that. Well, I asked Tony like minutes ago on this media call. and I was like, would you do it? And he's like, yeah, I'm on board. And he's like, it's just a matter if they are and if they're comfortable with it. I'm comfortable with it, and he's like some you know some of the best things emerge from stories like that. So yeah, I think I think Eddie Kingston makes an awful lot of sense. But Hook versus Angelo Parker, uh, Matt Menard has been sidelined with an injury of late, but Parker and Menard both got new contracts. Good for them, well deserved. But there ain't no way Parker's beaten Hook for this FTW title on zero hour.
2: No, not like I, like you said, not on a pre-show, especially if the FTW World Championship was maybe on the main card, maybe. But Hook hasn't had the championship for that long, and they're very high on him, obviously. I mean, he just had an impressive win on Rampage last week, if not the week before, in like 14 seconds. So there is no way that Hook is losing this anytime soon.
0: Yeah, to me, Hook is, I wish we'd see him on TV more. Like, it feels like like he got white hot, he got that moment, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden... He's gone again, but another title match that I don't see this changing hands pack against Kip Sabian. I'm glad to see Kip Sabian back. Uh, I keep talking about this, this unique charisma in which he possesses that a lot of people don't quite know about. They knew him as Miro's buddy and then the guy with the box on his head. And that's really the extent of what a lot of people had seen of him. However, now he's getting an opportunity to really show what he can do in the ring against a guy like pack. And I'm sure pack will make it a mission to let people know what this guy can do in the ring. But to me, there's no way pack loses this.
2: Do you think that since Kip is coming back kind of like out of nowhere that they force like a DQ or something where pack still ultimately retains? I feel like they've been, they made a whole like promo package for Kip Sabian's return. I feel like there's gotta be something to this match in the end. I think pack is going to remain champion, but I feel like there's gotta be some other substance or some other curveball to this. Don't you think? I don't know.
0: I think there'll be a curveball. I just don't think they'll go DQ because okay. it's a title match, True. and especially so early into the life of the All, all Atlantic title. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would do that, but mm-hmm. you know, I could be wrong. We got the House of Black, Malachi ba- Black, Brody King, Buddy Matthews against Miro, Darby Allen, Sting. There, there have been some rumors around the internet that, in which I have not confirmed that Malachi might not exactly be be thrilled in AEW, but. Sting and Darby Allen have been, or Sting's been very protected. Darby, not as much. Miro, uh, not, I mean, he's, you know, he's had his runs and all that. House of Black just took a loss, but I, I feel like maybe even as a goodwill gesture, the House of Black winning could be a nice move. It'd be a huge win for them. This is, I think, an important match because you're establishing a trios division, but I want to know how you feel about this one. <sighs>
2: They've been booking Sting really strong and Miro strong up until obviously his lost in like the Atlantic Championship tournament. Um House of Black did didn't you say they just they just lost? So family, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I feel like like you said, this is gonna be a huge match and really an indicator of who they see being a contender in the trios tournament and the trios championship now coming into the forefront, I feel like it's gotta be sting Darby and Miro, but also like, like you said, house of black did just lose. So I think it comes down to who they value more. And for me, I feel like Darby's also been, I mean, Darby lost, but then he won. So I feel like it could go either way. But for me, I think I got to go with Darby and sting and Miro on this one. It makes
0: sense. Um, I, I For them to, lose that, that match. Well, Sting ain't, probably ain't taking the pin. I think they'll no. wait for a big moment for that. He's like their superhero grandpa, and I like that type of gimmick on him. But yeah, I'm leaning more towards them. It's just I don't know if that will... If the rumors about Malachi not being exactly thrilled there are true, I don't know if that will serve them any favors. We got Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. I think Christian Cage has done incredible work during this feud. Jungle Boy says he's going to fight Jack Perry. So this might be like the genesis of jungle Jack Perry. I think if, if Jim Ross made one contribution to AEW, it is normalizing using jungle boys, real name, because eventually that is the name you want to use. If he's on, you know, a, a red carpet or something like that, you want him to be Jack. You want him to be Jack Perry. That way people are like, Oh yeah. Luke Perry's son, as opposed to jungle boy. Oh, that guy's got cool hair type of thing. How do you see this one going? Christian's been doing incredible work, but Jungle Boy feels like, man, if he loses this after all the shit that Christian said, that'd be tough.
2: I think we're going to see a new side to Jungle Boy, more so beyond the like, hey, happy to be here, you know, like rock star that we've seen him be as one of the pillars of AEW. We've seen a little bit more of an in edginess to Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Um, it should be Jungle Boy in quotes, Jack Perry, honestly. Um, but I think that with all the heel work Christian is doing, he's really setting up to put over the younger talent here. And especially if Jungle Boy is going into this as Jack Perry to kind of start maybe a new character arc to him. Jungle Boy's got to take the win here, especially considering Christian was the one who turned on him. So it's time for him to get his revenge on Christian Cage. So I, I- think this is going to be a great match for Christian to put over the, the younger talent.
0: I think Christian ends up winning because Luchasaurus Mm. interferes. And I think that we finally see him turn on Jack Perry. And uh, because we haven't seen him touch Christian yet.
2: No, but, but also he, he turned on jungle boy. Then he turned on Christian. Do you, do we really want this kind of flip flopping back and forth?
0: But we haven't, we haven't seen him really turn on Christian. We haven't seen him really strike Christian yet. Casino ladder match, Claudio, Yuda, Penta, Phoenix, Dante, Andrade, Roosh, and the Joker. The big question is, who's the Joker? You know, everybody's working themselves into a shoot saying MJF, MJF. I don't know if his skill set necessarily fits with this crew. He's he's a phenomenal in-ring wrestler. He's really good. Far better than anybody gives him credit for. But, I mean, this is very clearly a specific kind of ladder match. I, I think maybe if jeff hardy pops back up if he's clean good to go that could that could make a lot of sense eddie kingston i think that could be an interesting one if he's beat to shit from zero hour and he comes limping out as the joker he gets that title win and guess what there he is t- taking on cm punk in the main event of grand slam
1: at Art. everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too
0: ash his hometown in the main event i think that could be very cool who do you think the joker's gonna be oh,
2: i don't know a lot of people are saying mjf but like ladder matches is not aren't like isn't like his thing you know oh i don't know it could be a jeff hardy as a surprise you know if he's clean and all that but honestly it hasn't been that long to where i think that he might have been cleared sure Oh, uh, I kind of just, like
0: that's me throwing shit at the wall right there. Yeah. Nothing to indicate that
2: I, I don't know. There's been a lot of a lot of surprises. I'm trying to think like who are like some free agents right now that would be like big names or do they possibly tie in like a New Japan guy that we've seen kind of popping up in AEW? I think it could be a New Japan guy. Which one? I don't know. Um, I'm kind of feeling that vibe, though. Um, but I mean, this has got to be Claudio winning, right?
0: That would be an interesting one. I think that'd be an interesting one. But see, I also think if Eddie Kingston reemerges and costs Claudio, mm. that also further's that feud as well. So I think there's some some juice that could be done there. Swerve in our glory against the acclaimed. I love the acclaimed. I'm glad they're in this spot. They deserve to be in this spot. But I got Swerve in our glory winning this. I keep saying the acclaimed remind me a lot of the new age outlaws. Like before they even hit the ring, they've said like three or four things that get them over. The difference is, I think Bowens is better than Billy Gunn or Road Dog ever were in the ring. I think Max Caster is, is almost on par. like He's he's somewhere between Road Dog and Billy Gunn. Better than Road Dog in the ring. Probably not as good as Billy Gunn in that sense yet. But uh, I think Swerve and Our Glory are going to win this. They've got magic in that team right now. They've got some special chemistry going on. How do you feel?
2: I think so, too. They, this reign hasn't been too long. It's only been what a month and a half maybe yeah. and I mean I think it's cool that the acclaimed are now aligned with Billy Gunn. I think we're gonna get that scissor me daddy ass moment in there um and maybe Billy tries to throw some shenanigans in there but I've been really enjoying swerve and our glory's reign so far obviously leading up they were kind of teasing tension between them but they've been a solid team and I think they're gonna continue their role going forward into the fall
0: we've also got Chris Jericho Brian Danielson um this is quite a match to just add like as late as they did. And this is a good type of match I think because if you have like a new friend come over that that's familiar with some wrestlers and maybe doesn't know what AEW was, they'll at least know who these two guys are. We're talking WrestleMania main eventers right here on AEW All Out. Still Brian Danielson's winning. He he lost to Garcia, but I think he's got to win this. You got to keep him strong for the eventual push back up the card to the title match. Cause I think Danielson and punk is a huge main event in the future. And Jericho just sort of had his peak again in that title match and, and had a really good one. How are you seeing this one unfolding?
2: Oh, uh, we're getting Lionheart Chris Jericho back for this match at all out. It's kind yeah. of the 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 wrestler versus the sorry technical wrestler versus <laughs> the sports entertainer. The, like a lot of people are saying this is kind of the custody of Daniel Garcia match, <laughs> which honestly, I would love to see Garcia at ringside. Um, I feel like he definitely will be. And then Danielson getting the win here and Garcia kind of cementing himself in his corner, but also Garcia has the pure title match next week in my hometown and his hometown so i i don't know if that's gonna play into any of it um but brian daniel sorry oh my god i'm be, i'm pulling in jr brian danielson <laughs> is definitely gonna take home the win here i think it's this is definitely like a main event worthy match especially i mean you have two main event players in there uh brian's gotta win
0: we got ricky starks powerhouse hobbs Man, it's like, I don't know how you deny Ricky Starks with some of the promo work he's done. Mm -hmm. But Powerhouse Hobbs also seems like a guy that he could really use this win. Like, it it would be very important for him to have this win. Uh, Obviously, the promo work hasn't been on par with Ricky Starks, but that's not an insult. Ricky Starks is one of the best promos in the world. Uh, By by when it all is said and done, he's going to be one of the best promos ever. I think they'll go with Powerhouse Hobbs here. I think that... I mean, I think they should go with Ricky, but I think that they could build to an eventual powerhouse Hobbs, Wardlow, sirloin beef, sons of bitches, meat slapping, just type of thing. What do you think?
2: I could see this one going either way, a powerhouse turning on Ricky Starks after Ricky lost the FTW championship and kind of building him up to be like a solo star. First, obviously, he has to crush this uh, rivalry intention with Ricky Starks, and then maybe he moves on to like a Wardlow, like you said, but also Ricky Starks just lost basically everything. He lost like his best friend. He lost his championship. Is this kind of the triumph that he needs? So I could see it going either way. I think it just comes down to do they value Hobbs moving forward as like a legit single star or did they rely more on the story of Ricky Starks getting his revenge and getting his triumphance on his friend who just turned on him who cost him the championship I oh Ricky I have to go with Ricky Starks here um, I mean, as much as I would love to see them push Powerhouse Hobbs as a ah. singles competitor, maybe going against a wardlow, I'm just afraid he's gonna get lost in the shuffle yeah. after this match, then end up on, on on Rampage and then like just on dark, and then we're not gonna see him. I'm I'm afraid that I, I hope I'm wrong and that they continue forward with this push. Um, but I foresee Ricky Starks kind of getting his um revenge on, getting his karma back at Powerhouse Hobbs
0: jade cargill athena tbs championship i think that this match is going to help out jade cargill in so many ways you want ring generals like athena on your roster you want people that can work with less experienced people like jade and bring them up how do you see this one going
2: jade's extending her winning streak i feel like if they had maybe built this lead up a bit better like they could i mean athena all in herself her credit she has so much credibility just i feel like there's not enough belief in it to where she would actually be like a proven she's going to be contender against Jade, but at people actually really, really believing that this is the person that's going to beat Jade. there just, to me, hasn't been enough buildup going into this. Like you said, I think for sure, Athena's going to make Jade look really, really good. Um, And Jade's been improving a lot too, but at the end of the day, I, this might be the longest match. Jade is probably going to have thus far, but at the end of the day, she's just going to retain and add another win to her win column.
0: Well, I look at this and I I think that Jade Cargill eventually, I've said this before, I think that she eventually combines the TBS and world titles because I feel like the TBS title sort of came at the compromise of women's tag titles. Mm -hmm. I think that they probably, especially based on the history of of Khan's booking, he looked at it and he's like, I really want Jade Cargill to be a champion and have to have a title, but I don't want to beat Britt Baker right now Mm because it was also Britt Baker's time. Yeah. And you can't realistically keep those two separate for a year. So I feel like maybe the tag team division that looked like it was primed came at a compromise. And now we see more women's tag team wrestling on AEW than before. So I would love to see Jade Cargill continue to win and then eventually say, well, I want that title too, and I want to combine them. Then they can make a a women's tag team title, or they could just do it anyway. But I think Jade Cargill isn't losing anytime soon.
2: Or or another route is she says, I don't need this. I've proven this. I'm ready to level up and vie for the yeah. um, main championships, the AEW Women's World Championship, and they set up a new champion in that place. I could see them going that route, or I just fear that combining them two is also they already don't get enough time as is my fear with combining them is that we're going to even get less scream time than, than we're getting for women too. So that's my only fear with combining them though.
0: We've got the elite versus TBA, AEW trios title. Tony Khan had told me earlier this year that he was effectively waiting for Kenny Omega to come back to, to do these titles. And duh, I mean, it was very clear undisputed versus elite was the plan. Not anymore. Bobby Fish is gone. Like he's just gone, uh, which you know makes his comments about CM Punk's kicks uh, make a lot more sense. It makes him taking an indie booking last week and doing seminars make a lot more sense. Also, makes a lot more sense that he's doing a podcast and has interviews out now. So uh, I would I would assume that his deal he knew it was coming up soon. And I share those criticisms. Like I would have done whatever I could to make sure that I could do undisputed versus elite. Unfortunately, undisputed aren't healthy. Like they, they just aren't healthy. What we do know is that Roderick strong wants the hell out of WWE. And you know what, if you can do that, you just get Roderick strong and you do it later on down the line and you have it and you're happy. However, as we film this, we don't know who's winning on friday at rampage i'm gonna assume since hangman page is in there you ain't gonna leave him off of all of out uh, all out ella uh no. you got this great story we don't even know that kenny has watched back their title match to see the young bucks sort of being like no go ahead do it we don't even know that yet it has to be elite it has to be dark order this is one of those stories that sort of tells itself I'm torn on who wins this, because if there is no undisputed around, what is the motivation to keep elite together besides the blossoming trios division? That's that's a reason. But if you're not building to elite versus undisputed, there is no great singular reason to keep these three together besides that division or if you're going to put the titles on them. Hmm. Hangman always having their number would also be a really good story as well. I just think that's one of the most masterful stories that I've seen done in wrestling. But I would love to hear what you think about Dark Order versus Elite, because that's what's going to
2: happen. You may have just convinced me otherwise, because I feel like going into this, the elite. I mean, obviously with Kenny M- Kenny Omega coming back and the Bucks just being phenomenal as always, that they were a shoe in for this. But with the addition of, um, we're just completely glossed. We're just assuming again too that the Dark Order is going to be in the finals, which I do think is going to be the case at the time of filming this. Um, as they beat best friends most likely on Rampage. The addition to Hangman to this, I'm so glad that he fi- he has a slot now on All Out because I would have fought if he didn't but like you said i think it's a good story arc too that hangman always has the elite's number and you kind of maybe just swayed me the other way it it doesn't make sense to to have the elite maybe to win the championships right now if they're hoping to go, go for an undisputed rivalry so maybe just maybe um the the dark order finally gets some gold it's cool too to finally see john silver and alex reynolds finally get legit screen time and not like lose all the time or get lost in the shuffle with the addition of hangman obviously strengthens their chances i think you just swayed me otherwise though maybe the dark order is going to win here
0: there you go it's I'm, i'm so fascinated with this match i can't wait Brit Baker, Hikaru Shida, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm. So Tony Khan uh, got some major criticism for how he handled uh, the the answer with CM Punk Thunder Rosa. And he said, well, we found out a couple hours before that Thunder Rosa wasn't going to wrestle. So that's why we, we didn't exactly have time to do an eight minute promo. And he said, if we're being honest, this an eight minute Thunder Rosa promo is not going to draw like an eight minute CM Punk promo. I think objectively that's true. It's just, I do feel like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you don't give the women more time in general, of course they're not going to draw like the men. And the way that the question was framed, I do like it did kind of set him up to have that sort of slam dunk answer because all right, we're comparing it to CM Punk. That's, that's a, that's an uphill battle in general. Nobody's going to draw more than CM Punk like period, but just in general, should it have gotten more time? Yeah, probably. I thought that a really good way would have had Thunder Rosa do it on the stage. And then Britt Baker's music hits. And Britt Baker completely dismisses and ignores Thunder Rosa. You play off of the heat that they've got. She's like, you're not relevant right now because you can't fight. And then they set up the match. What did you think about the handling of all that? Because, I mean, let's be real. You've been tied up in a little bit on that Tony Khan tony controversy in the past
2: (laughs) i have um i'm gonna be honest i was not on the media call today due to other stuff but i feel like i definitely agree with you um with the delivery of that thunderosa breaking the news that she has to step away and can't defend her championship felt very rushed and like out of nowhere i mean granted it was a very last minute thing that had happened she got injured they had to change their scripts most likely, but I do like the idea that either she comes down to the the stage or comes down to the ring And then gets interrupted like by a Brit Baker or Tony storm demands. Like I have a title match. So what happens now? Like something like that. I feel like it was very rushed and I get it. They were in like last minute crisis mode with that, but they could have booked it in a way that I feel like really, really set up the four who were competing in the matchup, especially with thunder Rose's history with Brit Baker. That would have been an easy shoe and so in character for Brit to just interrupt and like you said, dismiss it or to have Tony. Storm be like, hope you feel better. But what happens with me now? Basically, I feel like they could have done it so many different ways and cut cut a segment of something else on that show that night.
0: Yeah, I don't need to see the Ass Boys every week. I don't. <laughs> um, I think they're I think they're good performers. I just don't need to see them every week. Th- that
2: you? that match was what thirty seconds against yeah, the Varsity I, Bonds that week, I, right? I,
0: I don't got to see Jay Lethal, Satnam, and Sanjay every week. No, don't got to see it. Baker, Sheeta, Hader, Storm. <gasps> If, if I if I know Britt the way that people talk about her, I feel like considering that there is legit heat that she probably campaigned to take the pin on Wednesday, like as as sort of a, a message like, look, I can eat a loss and still be over. So it wouldn't shock me if Hater ends up pinning Britt Baker to win this title. Tony Storm was supposed to win at all out isn't happening. So I don't know if they'll go that route, but I could see hater pinning Britt Baker.
2: I'm so glad you say that, Sean. I thought that you were going to go with what a lot of other people were saying and say that Tony was supposed to win at all. But on Sunday anyways, and that she'd win here, but especially with Britt Baker taking the pin here, I was honestly shocked that Jamie did not take the pin uh, yesterday. Very shocked that they had Britt Baker take it. So I feel like that changes perceptions into it. And I have been wanting Jamie Hayer to win for the longest time, but I think going in now, there's actual legit maybe chances for her to win. I think it's gonna be Jamie or Tony. I don't see them strapping it back on Britt considering she just got pinned and she got the pin. So I feel like by process of elimination, it has to be Tony or Jamie. I wish they had a little bit more time to set up the kind of uh, tension, maybe between Jamie and Britt. But I think in the end, we're going to see Britt and Jamie working together before Jamie's like every man for themselves and then ends up get- maybe getting a surprise roll up or win on Britt Baker. Or Britt gets taken out by Sheeta and then Jamie sneaks in and gets the win. And then Britt's mad and it uh, starts yeah. kind of the dissension between them. I'm rooting for Jamie Hader all the way, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, man, she's got, she hasn't been protected like to any real degree no. and she still gets an awful lot of buzz. Uh, I'm excited to see this one too. Plus we, we haven't really seen in a long time, like a women's title match four way like this. No. So I'm, I'm excited to check that out. John Moxley CM Punk. Well, I'm glad that Moxley got another reign. He's a Cincinnati guy. I love that, but it is a CM Punk second title reign that we're about to see. I think it's almost a slam dunk. Really? Oh, yeah. I think it is absolutely happening.
2: What yeah. was the point then of him getting?
0: Pop pop a rating. About- you pop a rating and you get a number. You do the match twice. But you can't look at that match and say, well, that's reflective of what the match will be, right? You can't really Maybe. say that because mm-hmm. you know that match ain't going to go that short. Even though there's 732 matches on this show.
2: I'm surprised that they didn't have him really sell the like foot injury yesterday. Like to me, he wasn't at the time of recording this it's it's Thursday. So it, he wasn't really limping to the ring at all yesterday, especially after he was selling like he could have maybe re-injured his foot. I'm kind of surprised he didn't do that yesterday. And then he obviously cut this impassioned promo in front of in front of the Chicago crowd. I feel like now we're getting the match that we deserved to see last week why they couldn't this just couldn't have been the unifying match i i honestly don't know
0: I, I i mean from a buzz standpoint i can tell you that after that match we did some of the biggest numbers we've ever done for a post show so it created buzz yeah. just a matter of was that buzz good or not i think mm-hmm. that will be a story told in uh the specific buy rate that we get for this show well That ain't all we got. We got Clash at the Castle, (laughs) Rey Mysterio and Edge versus Judgment Day, Finn Balor, Damian Priest. I think for this crowd, you're going to see a crowd, a pay-per-view crowd in Cardiff that doesn't get a lot of of live events. I think that Rey Mysterio and Edge winning is a very feel-good thing. Balor and Priest can lose. They lose all the damn time. Edge and Rey Mysterio, though, are like two of the biggest active legends going. And this is what you want for a big pop, a big feel-good moment. Uh, I I think they're they're winning this one.
2: I think so, too, especially with Edge coming back at SummerSlam and especially if they're going to go in and... Not have Drew win the championship. Um, they got to have a big baby face win for the evening, which would be Edge and Rey Mysterio. Um, the Judgment Day though has had Rey Mysterio's number, so I think it is also time for Rey to kind of get get back at them. And obviously, with Dominic and Rhea most likely looming in the background, um, I feel like we'll see some ringside shenanigans. Does but Dom I'm... turn? People have been saying that. I mean, maybe. <laughs>
0: Does Dom so, officially if, become Rhea's sub?
2: I was just saying that it's ironic that you said turn because it's possible that he g- gets turned on yeah. um, and becomes Rhea's yeah. sub. Po- possibly, but if he does, do you ha- still have Edge and Ray winning?
0: Yeah, that's true too, because what's Dom gonna do?
2: <laughs> if no. if Dom turns, then judgment day I would say is winning. If he doesn't, then Ray and Edge.
0: We have Seth freaking Rollins versus Riddle. You know, when they moved this from SummerSlam, I was like, eh, I don't know. Well, as it turns out, Ella, under this new regime, you can actually let it play out. And it's not just a meme when you say it, you can let it play out, and it might be a good thing. This was a very good thing. Um wow, we this feels certainly feud has-
2: got views.
0: This feud has been really fun to watch. Riddle has been putting people over nonstop since Randy left. Do you think he manages to get it back, or do you think that they capitalize on this? Oh, no, he didn't. He that Seth Rollins has.
2: Seth Rollins has also been losing on almost every pay per view this year, though. Um. But also Riddle's been losing in like big opportunities lately as well, like against Roman Reigns and like for the tag titles and all of that. Um, I do think Riddle does take the win here, especially after the shot that Rollins made in the promo that went viral. Yeah. But also Rollins has been losing at every pay-per-view this year besides like a D. Q win at the Rumble, if I'm correct. So, do you have Rollins continue that losing streak? But I do think it is time for Riddle to regain his momentum. I mean, after Rollins uh, attacked him at SummerSlam, too, and all of that, and his comments made, I feel like this is going to be the way to Riddle to get over and get his revenge on Seth Rollins.
0: I'm interested in this. I can't wait to see this. I I love that. It. I love personal. the way that they built it. I think mm-hmm. that it's. I think that it's good shit. I think that it's really good shit. Liv Morgan, Shayna Baszler. I don't think Shayna's gonna win, but I am a big fan of how immediately Triple H said, "You ain't out here biting necks. You're not out here playing second fiddle. You are gonna be a contender. You're gonna be the person that I know that you can be." I I think Liv Morgan wins. She's got some good momentum. She's got she's got a really great following right now. And I think that Shayna Baszler is going to help Liv Morgan display a a set of skills that even, maybe even her fans don't know that she possesses, because that's a a different kind of match when you're facing Shayna Baszler. I still got Liv winning. How are you feeling?
2: So do I. What ways by Liv wins I don't know but I am is somebody who's not even hasn't been the biggest fan of Shayna Baszler I do think that she's been very much lost in the shuffle and really held back a lot from her potential that we saw in NXT and even in her first call up to the main roster where she went and challenged Becky in one elimination chamber and all of that it's good to kind of especially on a SmackDown women's division who outside of like Liv and uh, Rhonda there isn't much substance to it. So it's cool to see somebody like a Shana stepping back up and showing former shades of herself that we know that she's capable of as this submission specialist. I, I feel like Liv especially is going to have to fight out of these submissions. And like you said, really push live to maybe something we haven't seen from her before is in really cement her as a fighting champion because Lib's victories lately have been kind of questionable. So I don't know what via what means Liv wins, but I do think it's strong, especially with all the support that Liv has behind her and bringing her back, bringing her back to a place of confidence and seeing her grow, I think is the right call. But I don't know how she wins here, honestly.
0: I'm also maybe more excited than I am for any match this weekend. Gunther and Sheamus. These two beefy boys are going to beat the absolute dog shit out of one another. I'm ready. They're they're going to be bleeding. They're going to be bruised up. They're going to be purple. I think Gunther's going to win, but listen, I want Sheamus to win because the 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 career that this guy has had has just been so special. He went from a guy that I couldn't wait to turn the TV off when Mm -hmm. he was on the screen, when he was a baby face, they'd try to make him a stand-up comedian all the time. And he's a naturally personable, wonderful, likable guy. It's just, I look at him and I'm like, man, you're going to beat the shit out of somebody. And as it turns out, when he does that, I think he's one of the best performers in the world. The intercontinental title is the only thing that eludes him. I also wouldn't mind like a pseudo face run out of this where we know that this is the only thing that eludes him and he comes up short and you build to that later on down the line, instead of like sort of the hasty build that they've had. I mean, that's the only thing he's lacking for a grand slam. He has been a, let's see three time WWE champion, one time world heavyweight champion. He's held the tag titles five times and the U S title three times. He's won, King of the Ring, Money in the Bank, and the Royal Rumble. There is almost nothing he hasn't done. Uh, If he wants a 24-7 title, I'm sure they'll give it to him at some (laughs) point. But booking Walter to lose is a pretty tall task in its own because he's special. How do you feel about this one?
2: Another question, too, is does Butch become pete dunn a lot of people have been saying too um yeah. especially with going into back into the uk for wwe so that's going to be something to watch too but i do like the idea that you have of i don't think that they're going to have Gunther slash walter lose here he's only had the title less than two months so i and it, they just have him built on such a strong winning streak i feel like I don't know. I feel like there needs to be more. I feel like they can continue this on, have, have it elude Seamus. And then at some point to win the intercontinental championship, maybe, maybe they kind of have him do what a drew did after drew kept losing championship opportunity after losing. And then all of a sudden he's like, This this is my last. If I can't, then like I can't challenge for anything else. I could see them going that route. I do think, though, that Gunther continues his winning streak. It's going to be a hell of a brawl, though. And I'm really excited for that. But like you said, I do hope at some point Seamus, I could have swore that he won it. I'm actually like quite shocked when I learned that that he had not I thought he did. And so I do hope that he gets that Grand Slam champion status finally at some point. But now is not the time
0: a fantastic looking six woman tag. You got Bailey Dakota EO against Alexa, Oscar and Bianca. Uh, this is a dark horse. Th- this weekend is full of killer matches. And this one, especially the way that WWE produces six, p- six person tag, six woman tag, whatever you want to call it and fatal four ways and stuff like that. They're really good when they can use the excuse of not having to let anything breathe. And I love that because, There isn't going to be as much psychology applied to a fatal four way or a six person tag. There's more ingredients involved. I feel like it would be important for Bailey Dakota and EO to win this after Dakota and EO lost the tag match. I feel like it's important. How do you feel?
2: Can we swear on here, by the way? Yeah, of course. This shit is going to be a banger. Yeah, I'm so fucking excited for this. Um, I do absolutely agree with you. After the the weird ending, where a lot of people are saying let it let it ride out, let it see how it yeah. plays out after Dakota was not the legal woman and Aaliyah rolled her up. I'm I'm trying to stick to that theory right now here, Sean, and I feel like time will definitely tell if Bailey, Eo, and Dakota get their momentum back as they should. I'm really trying to let it play out. I absolutely think that they should get the win here. Obviously, there ain't no way in hell Bianca's taking a pin. No. Uh, I I fear, though, that Asuka would get – she got pinned in the semifinals, right?
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: I don't think they're going to have Lex take the pin. I think, unfortunately, Asuka is going to be eating another pin here as much as I don't want her to be. You have really the six top women on Raw going in here. I think it's going to be phenomenal, but absolutely keeping Bailey, Io, and Dakota on track to kind of run the tag team division, I think, is crucial. And a win here would definitely cement that. And if as long as you don't have Bianca eating this pin, that kind of keeps her momentum at bay going into the future too.
0: We got Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Undisputed Universal <laughs> Championship. They put a lot of juice into Drew right Like ahead of this. I, I have long felt like the person who beats Roman Reigns should be somebody who really, really needs it. Maybe he does in order to reestablish him where he was before the pandemic because, boy, did that hurt. That sucked. Does he deserve his moment? Yes, he does. I feel like one, you need two different champions because that shit's old. So you could do this and then have Heyman finally reemerge the wise man and say, well, the contract was only for one title. It was for the WWE title. Um, That's how I think this might play out. Now. How do you see it?
2: I'm live. Sorry. Um, I I'm really hoping and praying that Drew wins this. I'm really hoping and praying that he does cuz much like yourself it's kind of just become become a thing that I am just frankly like sick of. It's like the same thing over and over. And especially too, if Roman wants more time at home with his family, I mean, he's celebrating two years now as champ. I mean, this would give him an opportunity to drop the titles and be more of a family man too, as well. So I'm hoping drew wins. I'm hoping you bring up an interesting case of like, Oh, it's actually only for one title. I think that effectively separates the, The championships having to be a package deal and so but i do think roman is i do think roman's just going to retain both of them though
0: and you know what that based on the 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 investment they've made in him i get it i get it and you do need somebody that's like undeniable that's not a cody rhodes pun but somebody that's kind of undeniable to kind of take that as well We're going to get into Worlds Collide. These will be a little bit more abbreviated. But here's a word from our sponsors, Magic Spoon. Do you like cereal but hate all the junk that's associated with it? Well, magicspoon.com slash fightful has you covered. Save $5 off your order when you get a custom bundle, custom box right now. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs, per serving only 140 calories per serving keto friendly grain free soy free low carb and gluten free and right now you can build your own box not just right now anytime blueberry cinnamon honey nut maple waffle cookies and cream cocoa fruity frosted peanut butter all the flavors you loved growing up and how about this a money back guarantee if for some reason you don't like it or you just want your money back magicspoon.com slash fightful does that Not only is it great in the mornings, it's great for a snack throughout the day, a midnight snack as well, without having all those carbs and unhealthy parts of cereal. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. NXT Worlds Collide, Nathan Frazier versus Axiom, Best of Three Falls. Nathan Frazier is, uh, again, an undeniable talent. I interviewed him after his uh, AEW appearance a year, uh, got a couple years ago. Uh, And now he's he's over in the states. He's doing really well. I'll pick Nathan Frazier to win this one.
2: Admittedly, I don't get the chance to watch a lot of NXT or NXT UK due to work and all of that. But from what I watching UK anymore. That's true, unfortunately. Well, I (laughs) shouldn't. Nobody was before that. It w- It's going to be NXT Europe now. Um, there are some interesting matchups on this card, though. I think Nathan Frazier, though, it, like, I mean, seems to have a bit of momentum going into this. I think it's going to be a really good match. Um, just a lot of these matches were also thrown together at the last minute, so it's yes. kind of like, what are the stakes? You know.
0: We got Mandy Rose, Mako Satomura, Blair Davenport to unify the UK and NXT Women's Championships. I could see Satomura winning this or Blair Davenport taking both of these and Mandy hitting the bricks, heading back to the main roster. You get toxic attraction up there. They did great in their appearance on SmackDown. I thought JC Jane was, oh my God, she translated so well to the main roster. So I would say bring them up. Blair Davenport, Mako could probably lead that, that thing. How are you feeling?
2: Me, personally, I was confidently heading into this. There's no way that the final boss is losing. But a lot of people have brought up a third option, that Blair might just be there to take the pin from Mandy. So I honestly didn't even envision any world where Blair Davenport could honestly win the win the championships after they're unified. Um, so you bring up a good point. Maybe they're wanting to call up Mandy. I think I just initially, I felt like this was the time for the final boss to kind of, ride the nxt wave and get more uh exposure over on nxt television in the states i think mandy it's the time she gets called back up again barring Gigi's injury we don't really know how serious that is and stuff um however a lot of people have been saying that mandy just pins just pins blair and then she doesn't have to touch Satamora and technically she has a win over Satamora. i feel like there's a lot of ways you could go with this But I think I have to go with my gut with Mako Satomura winning here. That's,
0: that's That's such a safe one, too. It is such a safe pick for them. We got Creed Brothers, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, Gallus and Pretty Deadly. To me, the Creed Brothers are perfect to win because they are established, but they need a lot more time before they go up to the main roster. Um, they, they need more seasoning, so I could see them being in NXT for the foreseeable future. How about you?
2: You don't think Pretty Deadly would go over here? I don't. No.
0: Interesting. I don't know.
2: Interesting. I feel like, too, they kind of have to. Do we also think that this show has more NXT wins or more NXT UK wins? Also, I think it has more thing.
0: NXT wins because if NXT UK was that great, they probably wouldn't have to unify.
2: Fair. Titles. Fair point.
0: Yeah. So I'd say Mako is maybe like the big one there.
2: Yeah, I I think so too. I feel like too a lot of the NXT, well, a lot of the main roster and NXT UK matches were also just thrown together this past week. Mm -hmm. So I, but they're also in the UK. So I feel like you want to have some UK wins in there too, as well.
0: Well, we do have do drop and Nikki ASH Mm -hmm. competing for the NXT women's tag team titles. I don't think they'll win, but I do think it's smart of them to put them against Carter and, and, Katana, but and
2: and Nikki Ash now. I mean, is the first woman to now challenge for all the available women's yeah. titles. It and the twenty four seven championship that are existing today. I thought that was a really cool t- statistic that I saw on social media too. And
0: I mean, dewdrop was in NXT UK, yeah. so you got that representation there as well. I th- so the thing is, Caden and Katana have long seemed to me like a team that just would get called up at random yeah but that was under vince when there was no rhyme or reason and it's like hey dana brooke you're not anywhere near ready mm-hmm. here you go come up and then learn on the job for five years well okay i think now we're probably going to see them on in an xc a little bit longer i think dewdrop and nikki are probably going to be integral to help developing that that uh, tag team division on the main roster but you know i wouldn't mind seeing this title combined with the main roster women's tag titles, and then that's your your magic ticket, your golden ticket, all the way around brands, assuming you're going to give a damn about the brand split. That's, BC winning this one.
2: That's what they should have done in the first place and, kept it just the, the, and just kept the main roster tag titles where they were traveling. That's what they yes. should have done in the first place. Sean. Raquel
0: and Dakota should have won those titles. It shouldn't have been Shayna and Naya. There, there was no reason for it.
2: I know. Don't get me started down this rabbit hole. Um, But no, absolutely. Katana and Caden, I think, are just going to take the win here. However, I do think that there might be like an almost near fall where we see former shades of of Piper Niven finally. Um, So I'm excited to see them return. I feel like they're going to get a great pop there. However, they just haven't had any momentum on the main roster. They've been losing after losing. Um, and especially too, since Katana and Caden have only been champs for a couple of weeks now, I think they just continued their momentum forward. Hopefully they'll building to a unification match at some point, but we are nowhere ready right now to be anywhere near in sight to this possible unification match.
0: Then we have Braun Breaker, Tyler Bate. I am fascinated by this match because physically it's such a... a such a just a wild matchup like how the hell is this gonna go braun breaker is like six feet tall 230 235 tyler Bate on a good day is 5 six, 170 and i don't doubt that tyler Bate can powerbomb braun breaker and i want to see it really bad i want to see him do a tiger driver to braun breaker but i think braun breaker wins this because i do think that while he may have been fast-tracked before, I think now he's going to get a lot more time to develop. A lot of people look at him and say, oh, well, he is an NXT guy. Yeah, but he was rushed to NXT 2.0 when Triple H lost control and wasn't even told until the day before. So I think that they're going to take their time with Braun Breaker now. I think he wins this.
2: I have to agree with you, too. I think even in this loss, uh, Tyler Tyler Bate is probably still going to be well. I don't know how. I don't know how many of these people they're actually going to bring over, or if any, to NXT 2.0. Following this, I would assume a couple of them. Um, But I do think especially Braun Breaker has had like very up and down booking since becoming NXT champion, losing to Dolph Ziggler, regaining it at the Raw after Mania. I feel like, like you said, he was kind of rushed to the NXT brand. I feel like now is with the forceful win over Tyler Bate gives them the opportunity and more time to develop him more and keep going on this upward trajectory that he's been on.
0: I'm excited for it. This weekend is just one of the most loaded yep, in-ring re- weekends I've, I've ever seen in my life. Ella, tell the people where they can find you, where they can support you. Um, I mean, where where they can tweet you hate mail, I guess.
2: Don't tweet me hate mail, please. You can it's at Sean. So if you want to send me hate mail, you can tweet at Sean Ross Sapp on Twitter, actually. and And he'll answer it for you. You can Listen, follow me. On-
0: <laughs> you posted a picture with me and you didn't get any hate mail. You know how miraculous that is?
2: I think there was actually one that just not got me. one tweet, but I mean, that's go. not too bad. That's not too yeah. bad actually, but you, you can go. follow me on Twitter at it's Ella J. If you go to the link tree in my bio, you can find all my links to all my projects and freelance work. Cause there's a lot, but we don't have all day to do that. So Twitter is the best place to follow me though.
0: Guys. Thank you all so much. Please leave a thumbs up post shows after everything support Ella J. Show her some love until
1: next time we're out.